0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, just 3,000 steps a day may be enough to reduce blood pressure, according to a new study in the Journal of Cardiovascular Development and Disease. The study looked at sedentary older adults between the ages of 68 and 78, who walked just 4,000 steps per day before the study and showed that just an additional 3,000 steps a day had an immediate and long-lasting effect, decreasing their systolic and diastolic blood pressure by an average of 7 and 4 points, respectively, on par with results seen from some antihypertensive medications. We all get high blood pressure if we live long enough, at least in this country, said author Linda Pescatello. That's how prevalent it is. Another author, Duk-Chun Lee, said it's easy to do. They don't need any equipment. They can do it anywhere at almost any time. 3,000 steps is large enough, but not too challenging to achieve for health benefits. The study was conducted during the COVID-19 restrictions, which meant that everything had to be done remotely. The researchers sent participants a kit with pedometers, blood pressure monitors, and step diaries for participants to log how much they were walking each day. Other studies have suggested that decreases of these magnitudes can correspond to a relative risk reduction of all-cause mortality by 11% and 16% for cardiovascular mortality and an 18% reduction in the risk of heart disease and a 36% reduction in the risk of stroke. That's a massive impact on health in terms of the individual, also in terms of the population and our health budget as well. Lead author Elizabeth Lefferts said, it's exciting that a simple lifestyle intervention can be just as effective as structured exercise and some medications. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion is that whilst this is only a pilot study, it is very, very promising results. I mean, for such a simple, small intervention to be getting such drastic changes that it can create such a huge difference in terms of the risk of hypertension and extrapolating that out potentially potentially an even bigger impact in terms of the risk of health and heart disease and strokes and all those things we just spoke about. The potential for that to have a real impact on health, to have a real impact on, like I said, individual health, population health, health spending is absolutely massive. You know, we know with an aging population, that we're seeing a rise and rise of these sort of lifestyle-related diseases. And if such a small intervention can have an impact, then that would be wonderful. And not only is it likely to have an impact in terms of reducing those potential hypertensive damages, it's also likely to have less side effects than medications. You know, something as simple as walking, the side effects are much more likely to be positive as opposed to medications that are having systemic effects right throughout the body. Likely that those positive effects may reduce our risk of other diseases as well, as well as increasing our quality of life, you know, by getting us moving, by improving our health, by, you know, impacting lots of other parts of our body, not just the blood pressure and the heart. So I think final statement is really to just start walking. You know, the ACA, the Australian Chiropractors Association have created an app to help people get walking. I've included the link to that in the show notes as well but something as simple as walking can have a huge raft of benefits for your health not just your blood pressure not just your risk of heart attacks and strokes but really just about all aspects of your health and well-being can be improved by just getting moving by making sure that your body is moving so it doesn't have to be you know a massive crossfit training session in order to see benefits although i think there are additional benefits to doing other aspects of training as well like strength training like mobility training like flexibility like you know all those other aspects of health and fitness are important too and it may well be that if we got these older adults doing a raft of different things that they may see even more improvements but having said that we can see from this study something as simple as three thousand steps a day can make a difference so let this be the motivation for you to just start walking to just start introducing that little bit of movement into your life and you will reap the benefits in lots of different aspects of your health and well-being and of course i couldn't let the opportunity pass to comment on the author's comments that we all get hypertension if we live long enough because that just isn't true you know it's not true that 100 of the population get high blood pressure uh, that they get heart disease that they have strokes and so what we should be doing is looking more closely at the people who do, but also particularly looking more closely at the people who don't. What do they do differently? How do they maintain healthy blood pressure, healthy heart, right? And it probably is things like walking, all right? There are lifestyle factors here. There are, you know, it's not just, a death sentence. You know, it's not just that everyone is going to get hypertension regardless of their lifestyle, regardless of these other factors. Okay, There are things you can do to reduce your risk of hypertension. There are things you can do to reduce your risk of blood pressure, to reduce your risk of strokes. Now, does it work every time? I don't know. Maybe not. But I think we can greatly skew the odds in our favor by living those healthy lifestyles that are, that are really the way our bodies are designed to run, that our bodies are designed to function. So, I don't like it in the medical model when we say, "Well, the body's just faulty; it's going to fall apart. You're going to get old." Uh, you know, we just use those excuses, um, and sometimes we seem to use them as excuses not to make changes to our lifestyle, or not to acknowledge the damages of our modern lives, or not to acknowledge the the effects of some of the interventions that we do do. So. You know, I really think we need to be careful of making blanket statements like that. They're very demotivating for people. They're not true. Um, And I think they really hide the potential benefits of us living healthy lifestyles, paying attention to the way we eat, the way we think, and the way we move. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation about this or any other episode of This Week in Wellness, join my Healthy Lifestyle Choices Facebook group or find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, Please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. I love those. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.